What's up, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kramer, and this is a podcast about health. Health is a complete state of well-being, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, financial, not merely the absence of disease or infirmaries. How is everybody doing? I feel like it's been quite some time since I've actually sat down and dedicated time to recording a new episode because it has been. <laughs> Over the course of the last, let's say, three weeks, I've been meditating on and reflecting on word choices, word smithing, and really how these words we throw around like disease or illness and health or well-being and the training of Western, Western culture or Western medicine and how these have all combined into this kind of pot roast of a meal that we serve as quote-unquote health and wellness. And in this meditation, in this reflection, in this time that I have spent going over this, I keep on coming back to principle number three in my practice, which states mountaintop experiences are not sustainable. Seasons are. And for so long, for so many years, biblically, in the world, from the standpoint of seasonality, seasons of farming or culture, or maybe even growing a business, the analogies are endless, but the application is broken. And this one idea, this one principle, this one simple thing. And what it comes down to is that we in Western society have created this false imagery, this false ideology, this false idolatry to the world of health and wellness. We've created this idea that for the most part, once I do something, I should never have to do it again. Example, once I lose 30 pounds, I can quit the diet. Once I get a six pack, I don't have to work out anymore. Once I go to the doctor and get a shot, I should never have to go back. But we can flip this analogy on its head because the exact opposite is something that all of you do. You just don't even question it. Once I start taking antidepressants, I always take antidepressants. Once I start taking Ritalin or I start taking Xanax or I start taking a blood pressure medication or a blood thinner, do you ever come off of it? Once I start taking high cholesterol drugs, do I ever come off of those? Once I get put on a CPAP, I always stay on a CPAP. It's interesting to me because you would think there would be some proactive approaches in which you could be held accountable to change not only your habits, but maybe your thoughts, your ideas, into a way that you can maybe modify your choices, sacrifice your choices, suffer through your choices to better create health the way it was intended to be designed by God. 
See, this problem that we run into in today's day and day's culture is that we believe in the sustainability of a mountaintop experience. So we're willing to sacrifice our health and take that antidepressant forever because we have been sold this false ideology that, oh, there is a lack of serotonin in your brain. Although everything ever created scientifically shows you otherwise. So that theory is bogus. Or maybe you stop stuffing your face with omega-6 fatty acids so that all of a sudden your body and your metabolism can have a break. The anti-inflammatory system can calm things down. Your cholesterol can start to drop naturally. Your insulin resistance can start to work naturally. And you can start to see a better quality of life that doesn't require you to maintain the poor habits and just keep taking poison so that you can keep living the shitty-ass lifestyle you've been living. Part of my French, but that's what I feel is happening in today's day and age. You see, over the course of the last week, I have a patient who is very near and dear to us in the practice that is suffering. And I have many patients who are suffering right now. But there tends to be a difference in suffering willingly and suffering westernly. When you suffer in the Western ideology, you look for a pill, a potion, or a lotion that's going to help mask the symptoms, meaning that you are going to try to sustain the mountaintop experience by supplementing a pharmaceutical agent that is going to result in you never, ever processing the very experience that was designed by God for you to have to go through. Life is full of suffering. Do we have seasons of joy? Yes. But do we have seasons of illness and sickness and disease and death and despair? Yes. Both of those are part of principle three. It's fascinating because if you look at like a farmer, I think this is really a great analogy of this. He scatters seed. And then once he scatters seed, well, before he scatters seed, he has to till the earth, meaning he has to go in and process it and get it ready in order to receive the seed. Then once he receives the seed, he has to just keep on nurturing it and nurturing it and nurturing it. And through delayed gratification and sacrifice and blood and sweat and tears, he begins to eke out a harvest. And some years that harvest is plentiful and some years that harvest is meek. It is small. And then he has to go back through the entire season in which the harvest dies off. You have to recultivate the ground. You have to replant the seed, and then you begin to harvest again. There isn't a sustained harvest season in farming. So why do we expect in our health to have a sustained season of this mountaintop experience? Why do we numb ourselves to the suffering of the world? You see, oftentimes when I think about depression and I think about death and I think about disease, I think about suffering gracefully. And in that, offering up your sacrifice as a prayer, offering up your pain as a prayer, letting yourself be so emotionally destroyed from that experience that the only way you can get through it is to say, God, take this from me. And to keep on saying it and keep on saying it, thy will be done. Lord, take this from me. Lord, take this from me. Lord, how am I going to make it through this moment? Even his own son didn't get out of this world 
without suffering. Scourged, beaten to death, smacked in the head with a crown of thorns, dragging a cross across the ground, nailed to a tree in the form of Roman torture that you die from suffocation on your own spit. In this life, I just have to let you know that you will suffer. You do not need drugs to lead you through that processing. In fact, I dare say that if you use a supplemental pharmaceutical agent to face down the mental struggle you are going through, you will never properly emotionally process what has just happened in your life. Because physiologically, your body was designed innately to have to go through that experience. There has to be sadness. There has to be grief. Your body cannot always sustain joy. Your body has to know what that feels like because then and only then will you be able to be emotionally intelligent enough to not only speak about it, but to recognize true depression, true grief, true anguish from the seasonality challenges that the day-to-day life throws at us. You see, when I talk about health with my patients, I let them know, you know, the most common question people ask is, do I have to keep doing this? Right? Everybody thinks that once you go to a chiropractor, you always have to go to a chiropractor. Yeah. Well, once you go to a diet and start taking it and taking your health seriously, don't you always have to follow the diet? Once you start working out, if you ever want to maintain shape that's not round, fat, obese, like the standard American, yeah, you're going to have to keep doing it. Once you start learning how to sleep for eight to nine hours a night, don't you always choose to sleep eight to nine hours a night? I mean, like the endless analogies of this are ridiculous. And the statement you make on once you see a chiropractor, you always have to see a chiropractor is just flat out stupid. Because let's be honest, once you see an MD, you keep going back every quarter to get your drugs refilled. So let's just turn the mirror around and look at what's going on. But what I do talk to my patients about is that the goal is to create the seasonality checks to ensure that through the life cycle that you are in at this moment, your body is best prepared to handle it in a natural, innately designed way. That's it. It's not about eliminating pain, nor is it about maximizing performance. It is about creating an optimal environment for you to navigate the stressors of life in the normal way that we are created to do that. What does that look like for you? I don't know. And that's the honest doctor answer because everybody's experience through the seasons of grief and anguish will be different. Some people will suffer more than others. Some people will take years of processing. Some people will only face it on their deathbed. But the key to this entire experience is to not numb yourself to the reality of what it means to be human. Because 100 out of 100 of us are not getting out of this alive. And if you choose 
to numb yourself to the human experience, what's to say that you ever get to face the last battle with integrity? So many people just fall apart and choose to not face down their challenges of this life. So today, I want you to remember principle number three. The mountaintop experience of health is not sustainable. Seasonality is the only way to live this life. And when you live in seasonality, you recognize that there will be periods of harvest, periods of toil, and periods of silence in which you have to literally wait for months with no change, where you have to just sit in it before something beautiful comes from it. That's my advice today to you. Don't forget principle three.